0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are live. Welcome to the first episode of the Not That Casual Podcast, or NTC for short. I am one of your hosts. I am the uh aka Big Daddy Kane, aka Lord BBC, aka I will fuck you, bitch, but make her breakfast in the morning. Aka what? The what? Cheeseburger. Man, hey, 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 hey! Stop, stop fucking up my intros. You bro. do this for all of y'all. I can't, I can't help for all y'all. Let me finish my intro, man.
1: Take some man pussy for the rest of us. Oh my Get god! Get this man
0: off the airways. Oh my god! All right, and I am joined by uh, my two wonderful hosts. Uh, goddamn, wh- wonderful hosts. I am joined by two of my wonderful co-hosts: uh, vicious Vic, aka Discount A.Tap Rocky, aka Short Nigger My Dick Talk, aka uh, Your Baby Daddy's Favorite Baby Daddy, aka The Grappler of uh, Gargle Mayonnaise
2: Nut Sack man mayonnaise that said We can't post this, huh? <laughs> I'll cut it. Don't worry about it. Wait, pause. Hold up. I got a call from my attorney. We can't post this, right? Oh, no. my God. <laughs>
0: and I'm also joined by my other favorite co-host, Big Rich, a.k.a. Richard Grayson. Please. AKA. Oh, so whoever starts uh, Oh, oh Whoever had the stick sticks.
2: sticks.
1: Uh oh. <laughs> My bad, hold on. Okay. <laughs> Damn.
0: Wow. No intro. Yeah. No intro wow. for wow. Rich. Really. Well, he's
2: going to a new room. Yes? Yeah, Dude. I have to. You're,
0: you're, you're getting out of hand with the intros, man. Okay, alright, alright, alright. <laughs> They're not going to stop, but I'll chill out okay. for right now.
1: Come on, man. Oh, you're good. It's just uh, <clears throat> I gotta take myself to a slightly more professional environment. Still taking my beer with me, but
0: oh, okay, professional. He says. Okay. Con permiso. Oof. While he's moving, ladies and gentlemen, me and Vic will feel for time. Um, so let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. Vic, you want to start
2: with yourself first? Mm-hmm. I am the stone that the builder refused. Not right. <laughs> right,
1: <bro>. the inspiration. <laughs> Boom dark.
2: You know, I, those are the only words I know of that whole song, and I, I
0: I'm not. I am the spark that. that makes your ideal bright. The same spark that lights the dark, so that you can you know, can you're, know left you're left, and, left
1: your right. and the right. I am, I am the, the, the ballad in the, the box, the, right. the bullet
0: and the gun, the inner flows to let you know that and call
1: you call your brother, your brother son. son. Yes, sir. Yeah.
0: Go ahead, Vic. Tell us a little bit about yourself, background, anything like that.
2: Uh well, I am Victor. I uh, I'm a. Currently working as an electrician, but uh, I have some wrestling experience, a little bit of striking experience as well, and uh, I'm excited to get started with these podcasts. We've been working on this for like a long time, and I'm uh, excited to see where this stuff is going.
0: Awesome, awesome, Richard. How about yourself, boss? You want to introduce yourself?
1: What's up, everybody? I'm Big Rich. Um, First name's Richard. I am a firefighter EMT. Currently studying to be a paramedic for one of the biggest cities in the country. I'm not going to say where, but I think that's good enough. I started combat sports when I was about four to five. I did karate for a little bit. When I was eight, I started boxing. Um, I was the smallest guy in the gym. I used to go with my older brother. From there on, I kind of took a break and just got into some trouble as a young adolescent until uh, my dad and me found an MMA gym so I could channel all my energy. When I was 14, I did that for about four years. So uh, I got a pretty decent background with mixed martial arts. Uh, It was very jujitsu heavy and Muay Thai heavy. And um, I did wrestling in high school for about... Three years and some change, and then I wrestled as an adult, too, for a little bit for, like, I want to say at least a year. Yeah. That's about my background. Since then, that was maybe, like, 2019, 2020, so I haven't really done anything like that in the past four years, just training at home and crazy.
0: Nice. I feel like the amateur up here. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just want you to know, Vic really sold himself short. He was a was it national champion, two-state champion. Two, two-time state champion? What was it, Vic? Why are you over here just making it seem like you soft?
2: No, man. I wasn't a champion. I was a, Well, I was a two-time, champion. Uh, uh, two-time district I champion. Two-time district champion. Two-time state uh-huh. qualifier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won Naga last year. Mm-hmm. For my weight. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just a humble servant of... The oh, Lord, Jesus. yes. They should. Uh, they should call me the Soldier of God. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right.
1: Fuck your oil, well, Romero. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's too small to be oil. Anyways, uh, well, I am I O the Great, ladies and gentlemen. I have not as much combat experience as the other two guys. I did boxing as a youth. Um, uh, not too much, not too much, but just enough to have some experience under my belt. Um. Uh, sparring was the only thing i was ever allowed to do growing up my mother was very concerned about my health unfortunately so i didn't get to you know get concussions like everybody else i missed out but uh as i got older um i um met a couple of friends who Got me into, got me physically into mixed martial arts. I've been a mixed martial arts fan since I was younger. I will say that. So boxing was my first love, but mixed martial arts was a close second. Now I feel like you know it's leveled out. But yeah, so mostly, uh, mostly striking was was my thing. That's all I really got to participate in. Um, but I have you know done some wrestling, done some jujitsu. Well done is a huge thing. I got my ass whooped in wrestling. I got my ass whooped in jujitsu. But I don't mind rolling around the mat or, you know, going in with the wrestling guys or anything like that. Uh nowadays I do I'm an electrician, or solar actually. And um yeah, I run sparring sessions at my house every Sunday in the month. Uh every Sunday a month. Um and yeah, I just I love the sport. I love the game and it's a perfect time to be a fan.
1: Agreed. Agreed. <clears throat> yes, sir.
0: Yes, sir. What you got? What you guys going on? Uh, what you got going on uh, for the rest of the week, man?
1: Uh, Just paramedic school. That's it, bro. Luckily, I'm off tomorrow. So I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I got time today.
0: Nice. Nice. I'm glad both of you guys can make the time. I think Vic disappeared on us. He'll be back. He'll be back. Okay. Well, Um. Uh, I guess the, the big subject of today, if we're gonna go ahead and transition, hopefully uh Vic will get back in time, is um UFC two ninety seven, man. That's gonna be the card we're talking about today. Uh that is going to be Sean Strickland and Drake is duplessis. How, how are you how are you feeling about this card before we get into it directly? How are you feeling uh, about it?
1: What can I say, man? I uh <clears throat> Sean Strickland, man, that's a bit of a wild card there. I mean, he's like an idiot, but that lovable idiot, you know, mm-hmm. like just uh, says a lot of crazy shit, but it's like you still want to listen to him and you'll, you're still drawn in and you want to pay attention to what's going on. And, man, I'm, I'm kind of glad he got the belt. You know, I think uh, it was good for him. It was good for the sport. I think he brings more eyeballs. Um, I... Personally, I don't think that his skill is on par with like some of these other guys. That's not to say that he's bad or anything like that, but it's just like I just didn't expect him to do what he did to Adesanya.
0: Yeah, you know I don't think I mean? anybody did. If we're being honest, I don't think anybody did it all. Um, but you know, he is—he like you said—he's a—he's a wild card. He is definitely somebody that is chaotic as fuck. I think we saw him. <laughs> jump Drake's Duplessis in the crowd after he kindly asked for people to move out of the way.
1: It was Jumped Gilbert in. Burns' his family. Was,
0: yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Gilbert Burns' his family. You know, he's like, uh, you move out of the way real quick, I'd really appreciate it. And then proceeded to jump in the crowd and or over the seats to to beat the shit out of Drake's Duplessis. <laughs>
2: Alright,
0: All right. so with that said, let's go ahead and jump into the car. We're going to start from the bottom. And so the first card, unless this is changed, if it's changed, I'm going to say pending, but this is what I saw on the card. It's going to be Dominic Reyes versus Carlos Olberg. So that's going to be the first fight of the main card. We got uh, Dominic Reyes going to read out some stats for you guys. Dominic Reyes is six, four, 205 pounds. He's a uh, 34 years of age. He's got a 77 inch reach. Uh, he fights out of the Southpaw stance. Uh, so those are the basic things before we jump into the numbers. We also got Carlos Olberg on the opposite side. He is 6'4", 204 pounds. He is 33 years of age. He also has a 77-inch reach, and he fights out of the orthodox stance.
2: Is, it, is this – can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Yeah. Am I too loud or what? No, oh, you're yeah. good. Okay. Um, I had the same question the, too. No, you're are good. Are you on the okay. website? no no i I actually
0: see ladies and gentlemen this is why he he emailed this this is why you always check your emails because i gave him this email a week ago you know
2: i had to look that shit up a week and And if you go to the actual website hey hold on hold on
0: on. hey hey daddy's talking be quiet listen listen you you work with people who are impeccable and pay attention you know, when you tell them you email them stuff, and unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, vicious Vic is lacking in that department. I don't know if it's the fact that he is only uh, four foot 11, you hear or
1: this?
0: if it's the lack of oxygen trying to flow through the rest of his body from his brain. Either way, uh, just make sure you get with the impeccable people because if not, you'll have somebody like vicious Vic.
1: You see, this is this is why I respect Vic more than you after only speaking to him for about five minutes.
0: This is crazy because <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, just for, just for clarity, uh, big rich has known me since high school. He has known Vic all for five minutes and apparently he respects him more than me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to cry. This hurts my feelings. I don't know how to feel about this, but go ahead. I- I'd love to hear this explanation.
1: No, no, no. That's that doesn't need an explanation. They'll, they'll see for themselves. I mean, yeah, that was. Okay. Uh... did you go to the website is my question.
0: Did I go to the? You asked me where I got this information from.
2: Are you on their website currently, right now? No, I'm not on their website. Okay, then you should know that. Um, well, I don't see any fights that you're speaking of. This is two ninety seven, correct? Two ninety seven, yes. January twentieth, correct?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, are looking at the go main read, card. Read, read, the read
0: me the Fighters on the main card only. Go ahead. I, I main card it. Uh-huh, go ahead, read them to me so, okay. so I can see the look on your face.
2: Go ahead. Okay. Uh uh-huh. I got right here. Okay. From the bottom up. Okay. Yes. I got Arnold Allen versus Mavsar, some Russian guy. Evil I can't off. say the last name. Huh? No. Evil okay. okay. Okay, I got that. Okay. Then you got Chris Curtis, Mark...
0: Oh, you didn't go to the right one. Mm. This
2: is two ninety-seven. What the fuck is this?
0: Just a second, just a second, sir. Just a second, you, hey, Richard. Would you like to fill for time?
1: Uh, well, I mean, assuming that you sent me the correct information that I'm analyzing at this current moment in time, uh, let me double check that because now you got me wondering. Make sure.
2: Well, I don't think this- it really matters what he sent you a week ago. If you go to the website, it should be it should be up to date, right?
0: Oh, wow. Goofy. See? See? This is why. This is why. Get this
2: man off the airways. Get you this man
0: off the
1: airways. <laughs> <laughs> <Get> the- <laughs> just can- cancel the podcast. Cancel I, have the podcast.
0: Made, I have made a mistake, ladies and gentlemen. I guess they swapped out cards. Jesus out Christ.
2: This guy just okay. ran me through the dirt for the last five minutes talking <laughs> ah, about no, how no, professional And, like, listen. look at you, man. Listen, bro. Listen. Wait. Listen. Before you say anything, I, God, you. You. I want to say – I want an apology. Mm hmm. Look in the camera. Publicly. Take off your glasses. Look in the camera and apologize to me. I deserve it. Yeah.
0: I apologize that it took you logging in to find out what was the real
2: card. Actually. Wow. You know, if you were a reporter, bro, you'd get fired for reporting inaccurate information.
1: Huh? Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Ariel Helwani, UFC, what was it, 200, 100,
0: 200 vibes? Oh, no, you didn't. No, you <laughs> did not. Okay, well, luckily for me, I still have that. Okay, so scratch what I said about Dominic Reyes and Carlos Ulberg. Uh, we're going to start with Arnold Allen and, versus Mozavar Ivalov. Arnold Allen is 5'8", 146 pounds. He's 29 years of age with a 70-inch reach. He fights out of the southpaw stance. Whereas in Mozavar Ivalov is 5'7, 145 pounds, age 29, 72 and a half inch reach. He fights out of the orthodox stance. So I don't know if you guys have seen anything from either fighter, but let me tell you, gentlemen, we should be in for a firecracker because Arnold Allen. Well, I mean, hopefully you guys have seen Arnold Allen. Arnold Allen is, in my opinion, a complete MMA fighter. Very good talent. Very exciting to watch. And he's still super young in the sport. Um, He's coming off a loss to one of the greatest featherweights of all time. I'll go ahead and say it. uh, In Max Holloway. In a really, really decent, really, really decent match. Uh, unfortunately, decent. Arnold Allen is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me, let me, let me fix myself because I don't know if you haven't seen the fight. So I'll go really excellent, really, really good featherweight bout. How's that? How's that, buddy?
1: Okay. Pretty yeah. Exciting. Cause I was like really decent that that's, that's the, that, word sorry, it's the
0: wording then clearly. Uh, most of our is like one of the only guys I know who is, if I'm correct, undefeated and has not got a TKO from any of his or
1: well, yes, hasn't,
0: hasn't generated any knockouts from all these fights that he's been in. He just dominates.
1: As like of he's the thing, time of dominates. this podcast, uh-huh. Movslar Evilov is 17-0. and 0. No losses, no draws. Mm. Three
2: wins by knockout, four wins by submission. So Yeah, so he just dominates. He wins a lot of his fights by decision, which is nothing wrong with that
0: nothing wrong with that especially if you put on an exciting fight i think he puts on really decent bouts i think he'll be interesting to see against arnold allen that one for me is pretty much a toss-up uh if we're gonna go off their numbers though Let me go ahead and uh, pull up my stats. Uh, As far as significant strikes landed per minute, as accurate as your 4'11 height, buddy. Significant strikes landed per million uh, per... uh, God damn it. See, look at you. You're just messing up everything. It's these short people, man. Kick them out of the country. I think we need to build a wall for these short people. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Significant strikes landed per minute is uh three uh point three uh three point three four strikes per landed per minute for Arnold Allen. Uh his striking accuracy is at forty eight point twenty eight percent and his takedown average uh usually is about one point uh twelve. His takedown accuracy is about fifty percent. So mm-hmm. in English decent really he's a really decent striker. He's semi accurate. His takedown averages are okay at best. Doesn't do too many, but when he does shoot, he's fifty percent accurate. Also, he has a decent—I wouldn't say—I wouldn't even say decent. He's got a zero point three submission average. So that's what we're sitting on with Arnold Allen. Uh, we talk about Ivalov. The significant strikes landed per minute is four point five seven. Significant strike accuracy, 62.84%. Takedown average is 4.71. Takedown accuracy is 50.77%. And the submission average is 0.29. That is probably from the lack of submissions uh, that he does in these fights in general. So I would say it's in some departments is decently matched up, but that takedown average is huge difference there because uh, most of our Ivalov is more willing to, to... to take fights to the ground than Arnold Allen is.
1: <clears throat> well, let, let me throw something in there real quick. So if I'm looking at the right page, I'm like on the actual UFCs. I'm not sure if these rankings are up to date, but they have Arnold Allen as number three and Moffsar Ivalov as number nine. Now, do these numbers, I mean, does it check out with you? Like, is that accurate?
0: Um yeah I could check my <laughs> my little handy dandy list. I believe that yeah yeah that should be as accurate as okay. it can be. Yeah, as of, as of now yeah, the, the the rankings that you put out there are accurate.
1: Man, that's that's so disappointing from the UFC to like you have two fighters on your pay-per-view card that aren't getting promoted or any type of recognition. One of them being within the top five, he's number three in the division and Mm -hmm. he hardly has any recognition. You know, like I recognize the name, but it's not like, it's not like we're talking about like Gaethje or Holloway or someone of that caliber, you know,
0: Mm -hmm. I argue that, uh, evil is probably more, um, under the radar than Arnold Allen is because at least Arnold Allen has had a marquee fight against uh, Max Holloway. Yeah. So they were trying to give him that jump. It's just Max Holloway is just that good. Yeah. So, <laughs> That's not yep. So, uh, I think this hmm. is more of a, uh, like a make or break for Eviloff being ranked number nine. To see if he can get in the featherweight uh, mix up and see what happens there because, you know, if we're being honest, Volkanovsky's running out of people to fight. So, mm-hmm. what do you think, Vic?
2: I think as far as the UFC promoting their guys, I think a lot of that has to do with the fighter itself. I think as a fighter, or as a person in general, you should promote yourself to the best of your ability, regardless mm-hmm. of if the company behind you is going to promote you. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I guess this is probably a bad example, but Sugar Sean O'Malley not only does the UFC promote him, but he also does online stuff. He has podcasts. He has a YouTube channel. People like Demetrius Johnson. They also have the YouTube channel. They have the outside stuff. So it's also it's cool to have the company back you, mm-hmm. but you also have to be willing to make a name for yourself for yourself. Mm-hmm. Go out, start your podcast. Go on social media. Post about yourself. Get the get as much exposure as you can personally, yeah. so people can people uh people can see you yourself. There's mm-hmm. a thing called uh, in pro wrestling. Here we go. Uh, I think I think it fits here. You got to get yourself over. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't disagree. I agree A lot of these that. guys don't go yeah. out and get themselves over. Mm-hmm. Uh, to a certain extent, I agree. To with a certain that. extent, yeah. I feel like yeah, I'm um, not saying this is everybody, but yeah, I think yeah. a, a large portion of why people don't know half these guys is you
0: know is because of that. I I agree with you, and I feel like it's it's up to sometimes it's up to people like us, like us three hopefully sure. for in the future to to, to bring these fighters um, into into I guess modern recognition if that makes any sense because I think I think mixed martial arts especially UFC is a premier sport and it should be treated as such and you know I get why there's like a lot of um, the casual audience gravitates towards it because of things that they see and they don't really understand the sport. But, you know, like there's some names they want to gravitate towards and they really want to tax themselves. It's just hard for them to understand things about the sport. And so, and I, again, like we're talking about Arnold Allen and Ivalov, and me and you know who, we know who Arnold Allen is. You know, we know who Ivalov is. It's just, you know, the, uh, the casual audiences don't know, like I said. And I think it's important for us to try to bring these fighters into light. And I think this fight in general with Arnold Allen and Eviloth, is going to be one of those names. I don't think, in my opinion, um, I don't think it's, it's – I think this is like a make or break for both of them to sort of like put themselves out there for the casual audiences to see because they're taking a chance by putting both of these on the main card for um, the UFC two, uh, 297, you know. Um, they could have they put this on prelims. They could have put this on the – the pre-prelims, they could they could have and they didn't. They chose to put both of them there because they, you know, it's a, it's a time for them to shine and it's, one of them is going to come out victorious and hopefully they put on a really excellent fight. If I'm being honest, I think um... Evilov is hungry, but I think Arnold Allen is hungrier because of because of the light that Dana White was trying to put him, on, like the the pedestal that Dana was trying to put him on, by especially by giving him the the Max Holloway test, and you know all that he failed, he showed that you know he got that dog in him. You feel me? So I think Arnold Allen will, will definitely come to play. However, I am not counting out the, the skill uh, of Ivolov and the fact that um, although he doesn't take these guys down, if you've seen his highlights or if you've seen his fights at all, he, he just dominates. Really, really good competitor. Um, again, I, it is name value, like you guys said. Um, but I think both of these guys are really good fighters. They're talented. Um, but if I had to choose, I'm going with Arnold Allen. <laughs> Don't don't well, be nervous. If, if
1: you're going off of I don't know, man, like uh, I agree, Arnold Allen probably has he's been in the company longer. Um he's the more seasoned veteran out of these two, I would say. Um, but man, it's just hard to go against somebody with a seventeen and oh record. I'm going just to play devil's advocate with you a little bit, I'm going with Moffsar on this one.
0: Okay. What about what about you, Vic?
1: Both. Both? Uh, nah, i Let's see. <laughs> you choosing
0: the wrestler or what?
1: Double knockout. <laughs>
0: Double knockout. Yeah, I like to
2: – look, man, those guys overseas, man, they're oh, – well, Russians in general, they got something something in the water, man.
0: Something, like... something in the water, he says. Russian, he says.
2: Yeah. Hey, no, you, no more inside. <laughs> grap- their grappling is, uh, is insane. So I'm going to have to go with the wrestler. uh Keep it off. are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I guess we will see, uh, what, Saturday night, my boy?
1: Yeah. I I, well, I just want to throw that in there, too. I think that this fight goes the distance. I don't think we're going to see a finish in this one. Mm-hmm. That's just my personal opinion. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I, I, think- I,
0: I I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to say Arnold Allen by decision. Hmm. All and right. I think if we're going for evil off, I think it's also comfortable to say evil off by decision, too, seeing as most yes. of his fights have um, ended in decision.
1: Yep. So,
0: what about you? Fix the decision for you as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. Well, next fight up, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be drum roll, please. No drum roll. Okay, that's fine. That's cool. We don't have to do a drum roll, guys.
2: I, yeah, we're not doing man. that.
0: But ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> get some get some people who participate. Next fight up is Chris Curtis versus Mark Andre. All right. And I'm not gonna even attempt to say his last name. He's uh, from the great land of Canada. Mark Andre versus Chris Curtis. Now, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I'm gonna keep it a beam with you, bro. Um, I don't know if this fight. Oh, fucking, I, I, you know, I don't want to sound harsh, but I don't know if this mm. this fight in particular is. You know, I'm gonna say I don't think it's. I don't know if it's main card worthy. I'll definitely say that. Um, I think I think once the fight actually happens, I'll probably be proven wrong. Because um, I do like Chris Curtis. I think Chris Curtis is really cool. He also trains in the same gym as uh, Sean Strickland. Fun fact.
1: Yeah. yeah he's so. a fun guy to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last fight was a no contest, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yes. Yes, he was.
1: Um, I mean, just... Looking at the stats here, you know uh, you got Chris Curtis with a thirty and ten record, mm-hmm. and his opponent Mark is sixteen and six with one no contest on his record. Gotcha. Um, yeah, the, Chris Curtis has him beat by an inch and a half on reach at seventy-five and a half, and Mark has seventy-four inch reach. Uh, I don't know if you guys care about leg reach, but um, Mark no. does have him beat. Yeah. Like Absolutely. That's,
0: that's, yeah. that's, why is leg reach even a thing? Like, I'm sorry. Like, if you tall, you tall, my boy. Like, that's what the height's there for. That's <laughs> dumb as shit. That's like, oh, uh, I don't know if you care about fingertip uh, length, but my fingertips are definitely longer than yours, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you I don't know if you care about eyelash length, bro, but <laughs> my eyelashes, bro, undefeated.
1: I, I don't you know. Mean man, umbrellas? If, if fingertip length? I, you, I, said, I, you said I, what I like... like you mean umbrellas? Shut
0: up. Shut that's what face. they're called.
1: That's Set
0: what they're called,
1: face, man. Shut your face Hope, bro. Amen. 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 You know, John Anyways. Jones would uh would appreciate that uh fingertips comment.
0: Oh, you mean the, oh, you mean the goat?
1: <laughs> Stop it. He's not the active champion, bro. Stop it. Bro. No, I just said. Did you say the goat? I
0: couldn't hear you. And the audio's going out on in my headset. I'm
1: sorry. I, I don't think I heard you right. I think uh, did you say the coke? That, that, that's uh, that's accurate right there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, I'm not playing that game with you, my boy. I'm not playing yeah. that. Listen, bro, all you need to know is he beat Daniel Cormier on a weekend of cocaine. That's
1: fine. That's fine. Yeah. yeah he, to- pop- he popped hot, too, but that's fine. Yeah. We're not
0: here to talk let's, about Let's
1: that, ignore bro. that part, right?
0: More more fights <laughs> completed as a champion than than uh, not a champion. You know what I'm saying? So we'll
1: yeah, like once a year, maybe. Mm. <laughs> if that.
0: Babe care how you speak about the goat okay. anyways
1: <laughs> we'll leave it at that
0: all right now i uh i think this is a short one for me um
1: uh, i got fight, chris I, curtis sorry uh, yeah just...
0: i'm just gonna say chris curtis <laughs> i feel like i'm not as, i, I, I
1: don't think that. i'm as chris emotionally curtis, invested
0: in this fight uh i like chris curtis i think he's a great fighter um i think he's got a, a tank issue but i mean he's older so it happens So if he gets that situated, he'll get him out second-round KO, second-round TKO, I think. I could be wrong, though. That's the great thing about mixed martial arts. It's so unpredictable. We can throw numbers at it to the live long day. Motherfuckers could be winning. As soon as a nigga bring a knee to the head, it's over with, you know? So we'll see. But I'll I'll have Chris Curtis uh, second-round TKO. I would
2: agree. Well, I don't know if it's going to be a finish or not, but I do have Chris Curtis winning. I think the experience factor is just – Gonna be a little bit overwhelming for my guy, uh, Mark Andre. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's barely under five hundred, so it's like,
0: oh Jesus! What? Yeah, no. This feels like a feels like a pick me. Then no,
2: no. What what is a wait? What is that? What is like a like a pick me me fight? fight? What does
0: that mean? I was just like, go ahead, like pick me, pick me. I'll fight you. Well, there's two, in my opinion, there's like two different versions of that. So the pick me fight is just like, um, like the motherfuckers, like, oh yeah, pick me, I'll fight you, I'll fight you. And they're like essentially begging for a fight. Or it's a, oh no, it's not a pick me fight. It's called a give me fight.
2: Or you mean like a Bellator type fight?
0: Stop. Damn. Stop. Stop. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know, Bellator is that was,
1: a, Damn. I don't it, even like Bellator it, like that. That it, shit was offensive. Y'all are some
0: dogs. Bellator <laughs> is another mixed martial arts company that has really good competitors, gentlemen. Really good competitors. We've seen some did. of them. We've seen some of them transfer over into the UFC and have decent decent careers. For example, Michael, Michael Chandler, one of my favorite Bellator fighters. Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez, who was a lightweight champion. So there's some good fighters who come over, but no, it's not like a Bellator fight, Vic. That was
2: horrible. Well, all their fighters are scrambling for fights and they can't get any fights. Literally one. I'm not even going to go into his business, but you know, it's just, just, they sold for a reason.
0: They sold to the PFL though. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. I, but I do have Chris Curtis TKO second round. That's just me. Uh, let me see next up. What we got for the next fight, Vic?
2: Uh, well, we got Neil Magny. Uh, he probably needs to cut his hair. Uh, Neil Magny <laughs> verse oh, Mike Malott. Mike Malott, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for this one, we got Neil Magny. He's a uh, he's twenty eight and twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's coming off a loss. To uh, Ian e Gary. Significant, significant reach advantage. Uh, eighty over seventy three. And probably a weight advantage too Looks like the guy is Oh uh, He looks Kind of bigger than the other guy Mike He's got a height advantage for sure A height advantage for sure Yeah Uh, Then Mike He seems like a Upcoming prospect He's Uh, 10-1-1 His last fight was a win Um, He has a 73 reach Um, You know These guys Based on their stats They look pretty Pretty evenly evenly matched i'd say um i think this is one of those type fights are that a guy's been in been in the what am i trying to say
0: don't hurt yourself now think about it small, yeah, person, about it. small, small brain, person, small brain. Yeah, yeah no no we get it
2: yeah plus you suck up the oxygen for like 20 people so Man, it's, it's kind of hard
0: crazy hard to, it's body shaming hard to on the move. first pod like I wasn't doing it before.
2: <laughs> it seems like one of those fights where you know th- they're they're trying to feed feed the younger guys some old experience competition to see what this guy is made of. That's the vibe I get when I when I see exactly this That's exactly what it is. Um,
0: I agree with you. I feel like they're making Neil Magny the new gatekeeper, or one of them. Mm-hmm. One, especially after the Ian Gary situation, because Ian Gary, Ian sorry, Ian Gary, he beat the dog shit out of Neil Magny. Honest to God, I think he whipped the shit out of Neil Magny, and so we see where Neil Magny's at. He's well, he's been fed to to Burns too. So I think at this point, Gatekeeper is is Neil Magny's name written all over it.
1: Yeah, yeah. and I mean, honestly, it's not like Neil has had like easy fights either. You know, he's had. Mm-hmm plenty that were really good like if we're going I, I'm looking at here at some of his old fights man and I went back as far as 2017 a you know, win over Carlos Condit mm-hmm. he lost to Dos Anjos mm-hmm. uh, he fought uh, Ponzinibbio he lost to Ponzinibbio mm-hmm. he beat Craig White he beat Robbie Lawler mm-hmm. uh, he beat Lee Jae leong which was a good win for him in my opinion he beat Jeff Neal mm-hmm. uh, he lost to Michael Chiesa in a decision uh, he beat Daniel Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lost to
0: Well, I mean, because it's yeah. that Shafkot. That's yes. come up as a killer.
1: Yep. Lost to Gilbert Burns. Mm-hmm. Beat Philip Rowe and lost to Ian Gary. So, I mean, he's been up and down. You know, I don't want to yeah. use the word journeyman with all respect to Neil Magny. Yeah. I think he's a talented fighter. And he kind of had to grow on me because essentially when he first, when I first started recognizing him, I definitely was not a fan of him. Uh, The very first fight I ever saw him and I watched him live, it was when he fought um, Johnny Hendricks uh, in Welterweight. That was at UFC uh, 2. Fuck, I can't remember what it was. The one where Ronda Ronda Rousey got fucking KO'd by Amanda Nunes. Nunes? Yeah.
0: Oh, don't bring that up.
1: Damn. Yeah, and I mean, watching it there, like the audience, I don't know, man. Like. I, I thought Hendricks won that fight, but, you know, Neil Magny grew on me. I think he, he deserves the respect. I think um, I definitely pick him in this fight. I don't know too much about Mike Mallet, but, uh, I mean, his his record seems pretty decent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's brazilian let's see no that's the wrong wrong one my
0: bad. he's he's from the great he's land
1: of canada, canada sorry my screen just glitched
0: yeah, out. I, like, I feel like a, canada is producing a or the great land of canadia sorry i think they're producing mm. some really decent fighters um i think mike a lot is um uh i think he is a more of like a well-rounded fighter i think um I haven't narrowed down on what I think his, what I think he looks better on but I th- I think uh you know obviously he's young he's up and coming and I feel like they're just uh they're feeding him Neil Magny uh because they again they feel like Neil Magny is the gatekeeper but um I think uh to to what Rich said his his record is just like current – it's always in flux
2: He's so inconsistent. It's, yeah, it's very inconsistent. He's like a Donald Cerrone almost.
0: Almost, yeah, almost except you know probably like Donald Cerrone, middle of his career, not the end, because the end was cool. But oh. yeah, and, and it's just like we're we're saying right now, you know, that Mike Mallet is, or uh, is coming up and he's young and he'll probably he could maybe does Neil Magny, or at least that's what the higher ups hope. But I think. Um, I think Neil Magny is going to use his experience in this fight. And mm-hmm. obviously he's obviously a more seasoned fight- fighter, more veteran um, fighter. So I think I am going to go with a, a Neil Magny uh, win by uh, decision.
1: Yeah. if I, I personally think uh, if we're going tip for tap, um, I think Magny is the clearly the much better striker. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, Mike is more well-rounded. Yes. <clears throat> and we can't ignore that reach. That reach is there. It's a it huge reach I'm advantage. Boy,
0: uh, Black Mr. Fantastic. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think uh, if I'm, if these stats are right, I think they're talking about their walk around weight. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, it, it just it, it's more in favor of Magni. They got him listed at, I guess his walk around is 183, and Mike walks around like 169. So.
0: Yeah, that's man. It's a good thing they weight cut,
2: because
1: mm-hmm.
0: if not, it would be a problem. Oh Lord! So what are we? What are we saying, guys? I I'm saying Neil Magny by um decision.
1: I think so too. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna go just the. Uh, I guess I'm losing on this one. I'll go with Mike Malat. I feel like you know a guy on the coming on the up and up has the hunger. Uh, I think. No, Magny is definitely on the downside of his career. He's had, was that forty fights? I can't do math.
0: I don't what? want to say that. I don't want to say that.
2: I mean, do you see? Look, do you see him being a champion? No comment. <laughs> okay. comment. No comment.
1: No, no, I mean, look.
2: This is no. this is the same reason why Roy McDonald retired. Okay, he nobody just wants to be a contender nobody wants to be uh they want to either want to be a champion they want to be the one making the most money want to be wants the one with the most notoriety anyways like i was saying mike lad is on 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 the come up he's hungry he's young younger uh i th- i think he he comes out with the win in pretty convincing fashion mm. what round do you think I, I don't know
1: i got a decision
2: i got, got i think a decision is probably fair Decision mm-hmm.
0: that's fair enough. Uh, well, we'll jump from here to our co main event, gentlemen. It's going to be Raquel Pennington versus Myra Bueno Silva. Uh, from what I can tell, I think this might be a possibly number one contender fight. So, um I think it's definitely one to keep open. And this is the, if I'm correct, this is in the Bantamweight division, win, women's Bantamweight division. So for Raquel Pennington, we have her height at 5'7", weight 135 pounds. She's currently 35 years of age. Her reach, she's got a sixty-seven and a half and a half inch reach. Uh, she fights out of the orthodox stance. Uh, for Myra Bueno Silva, she is 5'6", 136 pounds. Uh, 32 years of age. She has a 66-and-a-half-inch reach, and she also fights out of the uh, orthodox stance. How are we feeling about this fight, gentlemen? Uh, because... You know,
1: Go sorry, ahead. I thought you were done.
0: No, you're good. Go for you it.
1: You know, um, just looking at this right now, I mean, we're talking about a division that has no active champion. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, why this fight isn't already for the belt? I mean, you have number two versus number three. I mean... Yep might as well make it official. I mean, what is the promotion planning on doing?
2: I think this is kind of similar to the – like, there's no int- – for me personally, there's no interest in the women's, women's division really for me. I think – well, at least in this weight class. Does um, mm-hmm.
0: Amanda Nunes was that weight class?
2: It's, it's pretty much – yeah, it's um, – I don't know, man. The interest value in this is not too, not too high. No, nothing for you. Uh, I, I feel like Ra- Raquel Pennington has a. I don't, I don't even know,
1: man. She's got some name value. I mean, yeah, she does. Like, um uh, I mean, she is skilled. It's just she just never beat. That they're both coming at all. off
2: a win. They're both very similar. I feel like it's a, it's a bit of a toss up. You know, uh, she's one of those. She's one of those girls who's been around for a while. Uh, her record speaks for itself. Uh, Myra, you know, she's on her way up. She's she's hungry. Looks Jiu-jitsu. like it's uh, Jiu-jitsu. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how I feel about it, man. Uh
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna stay neutral on this. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm gonna stay neutral on this fight because Raquel Pennington, as as Rich pointed out, he does have name value. It's just the problem is you know the the big ones is where she flops. Uh, yeah,
1: and just to point some of those out, I mean, uh, I mean she's on a win streak right now. Mm-hmm. What is this three, four, five fight win streak? Yeah. Um, with losses to Holly Holm, mm-hmm. Jermaine Durand,emy Amanda Nunes. Holly Holm again, Jessica Andraj and Kat Zingano, Leslie Smith. I mean,
0: most of those are really big names. Most yeah, those really they're, big they're,
1: they're, it's not like they're bad names. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure. But, and this is just like spread out throughout the year. So she'll go on a win streak and then she'll, she just loses the big one. Mm hmm.
0: Which is very unfortunate, which, again, we've seen uh, many fighters like this uh, recently. Uh, Colby Covington. Colby Covington is a, is, was the one that comes to mind. Um, whereas uh, he'll go on win streaks, he'll beat legitimate names, and then when it's time for him to perform at the big one, he just comes up short every time. Mm. Uh, we've, we've seen it in the Usman fight, the first one. We saw it in the rematch, uh, and then we've seen it in Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards about recently, which was I will say was kind of disappointing. Apparently there was an injury involved, but I don't want to get into that one right now. Focus Mm -hmm. can't be on that card. Um, So, yeah, it's sort of like that situation where Raquel uh, Raquel Pennington, she's fighting legitimate fighters. And like right now, like you said, she's on a fight she's on a uh, five-fight win streak. So, really, really good for her. Really good opportunity for her to to show up and show out against um, Buena Silva. Um, But I just at 35 years of age, it, it's, it can be difficult to make a case for a belt. Um, I think they're just trying to push something right now because 135 is sort of empty after Amanda Nunez left, uh, mm-hmm. to, to, to Vic's point earlier. So, um, I'm pretty neutral on this cause I, I like Myra Buena Silva as well. Um, she is the younger of the two, if I'm correct. Um, she is the younger of the two. Um, but I feel like uh, they, sort of, they sort of match up the same. So it's just going to be probably, probably close to, what was I going to say earlier? Like a like a make a name like a Arnold like the Arnold Allen fight um, coming up with Ivelov, so both fighters trying to go into this division and uh, make a name for themselves, uh, especially because 135 is is as empty as it is. So I'm going to say I'm neutral on this one. I will not pick a party. I think either or, e- either fighter could come out on top of this. Um, yeah, and I'm comfortable sitting at that notion. What about you, Rich?
1: I mean, I got Raquel Pennington. Mm-hmm. Um, just straight up, I mean, I think she has the better wins. Uh, I know they're trying to build up Myra of bueno Silva, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't know if she has that type of experience, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to beat somebody with the name value that Rico Pennington brings to a fight like this. But, I mean, I'm just, just really upset with the promotion. It's like you have no champion. You haven't had a champion for months. Mm-hmm. And you here, you have number two and number three. And I, I know I mentioned this earlier, but it's like Jesus. Like, what, what what do they have to do in order to get you know? What what's their plan? I mean, they got yeah. Juliana Pena sitting yeah. at number one. Yeah, it's hard to build that because she she lost to Amanda Nunes. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, handedly I think, still in the rematch.
0: I think it's 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 crazy that you bring that up because it's what Vic was talking about earlier. You know, um, star power. Is like um, you can rely on the company, but we're seeing right now, like you just said, Rich, what is the company doing to promote both of these individual fighters? And sure. to a point. It's that's when you have to step in yourself and you have to make a name for yourself, because sometimes the company won't won't pull you there unless you're like a Sean O'Malley, um, who is lucky enough to have the company's promotion and his own promotion as well. But it might take that. For, for, for somebody in 135 to be just as good as or just as uh, recognized I guess like uh, Juliana Pena because whether we like it or not, you know, whatever however the outcomes of the fights were, um, people know who she is. Especially because when she beat Amanda Nunes, that was a big fucking deal. I know I freaked yeah. out. Me and my wife were freaking out with I that.
1: Definitely did. That was fuck uh that was like the day after I got married, bro. That shit was, that shit was insane. Great. I nobody, was losing that shit. Nobody
0: saw that com- no one saw that coming. No one saw that coming at all. I was, I was, I wouldn't say that I was super confident, confident that Amanda Nunez was going to take the dub because I do like the way Juliana Pena fights. But it's, something just fell off that night, man. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Call it the MMA jitters, bro. But I had the had the MMA jitters that night. And I was like, man, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Stop. But she came out there, she slugged the shit out of her, made her look easy. She she laid out her game plan before it happened. Said, "I'm going to go up in her face. I'm gonna strike the shit out of her. I'm going to make her quit." And she, she wasn't credit. That's what she did. I know there were things that were released afterwards about Amanda Nunez's health, but, um, mm-hmm. at least for the fight, man, that was, that was something tremendous. And then she looked at the table, told DC, like I told you so, like I told you so. And I was like, damn, that shit was crazy. But you know, I, I do think, um, you guys are both right. Lack of promotion from the UFC can, from the company can hurt you. And, um, that's when you have to step in and make a name for yourself. Um, right. So yeah, I'll, I can I can see both of us punch from there, but I am definitely going to stay neutral. So you are going with Raquel Pennington? What do, What do you think a round decision? What do you?
1: Think? Uh. This is a three rounder, right? Mm-hmm. Go main. Um.
0: I think we see a finish. I think we see a finish this round or this fight.
1: I think so too. I think it's going to come from a submission. Mm. I'm going to go with round two. Round, round two. two? What about you, Vic? Just to hop back
2: on the star point. Look, if I'm anybody in this promotion, I mean in this division, whether mm. it's. Well, honestly, I think. Look, got an opinion, if I'm her, if I'm Misha Tate, if I'm Holly, Hol- I know Holly Holm just lost, but if I'm any of these girls in the top five, I'm going to every social media outlet. I'm going to do every interview talking about how I need to be the star of 135. I need to be in the title fight. Names like the opportunity is there, mm-hmm. right? And as 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 we talked, as I made the point earlier, you know. the, The company is not going to promote you to a certain extent. But, like, it's literally that brass ring is right there, and all these people could be just, like, fingertips away from superstardom. And if I'm Juliana Pena, since I'm the most recent one that has fought for the championship, whether it was a loss, like, I'm the last person to beat. If I'm Juliana Pena, I'm the last person to beat Amanda Nunes. I should be in the title contention immediately. Like, yeah, showing up. Why showing is she out. not speaking mm-hmm. up, talking about? I'm. She. she oh, look, not to take anything away from all any of these women, but who are they? Like, who are they? They. they
0: that's dangerous to say. Dangerous I'm to, say. Saying,
2: to an extent. Because if, if we're going to
0: – no, let, let's just be honest. Let, let's play yeah, the game, I love, right?
2: I love being cut off.
0: So, so <laughs> if we – because I'm not going to sit here and let you disrespect Holly Holm like that.
2: It's not disrespect. I said what you, you said. said who are the you said, who are these people, bro? Okay.
0: So, if we're going to use the example that Juliana Opinion is the last person to beat Amanda Nunes, right? Sure. Okay, that was one of the craziest things to happen to shake up the MMA world. I'll give you one better, right? Holly Mm -hmm. Holm knocking out Ronda Rousey.
2: Ronda Rousey is trash. Okay, no, 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 stop stop
0: it, stop it, it. stop it. it. You stop, Vic. Vic, don't. How long ago was that, though? Vic, listen, it does. That's beside
2: the point. That's That's when they had no. The point is, they had stars then.
0: Listen, listen, I'm not disagreeing with you, but what Mm -hmm. I'm saying is this. You just sat here and say who are these women? Well,
1: just, that's yes, what you now, said. These
2: are your words. So when I'm saying I right Holly now, now, let me explain. Let me explain. When right, I say ahead, who are these go women. Ahead. Go ahead. Who has done something in the last when was when did Holly Holmes beat? You wanna bring up Holly Holmes? Uh where is he When did she last beat? Huh?
0: She beat she beat Rhonda in the twenty tens.
2: In the twenty tens. Mm-hmm. So that's more than five years ago, right? What has any of these women done recently to spark a fire under this division other than besides, Amanda Nunes? Besides,
0: besides Juliana Penny and Amanda
2: Nunes. I, I see your Tell point, me. man. So, I well, point. when I say who these women... Are, look, the sport is literally based on recency biased. Okay. I mean, I'll step back. I'll step back then.
0: They, Because if is, we are... You're right, you're right, you're right. If we are going on, on recency Nothing. bias, you're 100% right. You're 100% a- right. I can't no. argue that.
2: Don't be a a Don't be a Monique... Talking about, I was in the <laughs> Queens of Comedy when that was like thirty years ago. Okay, <laughs> you can't just rest on my rest on your laurels from back then, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, what have you I done can't just walk around talking about oh I was a district champion. You know, well, okay, I haven't wrestled in whatever. I can't just hold on to that stuff. What have <laughs> any of these women done recently? To all I'm saying is, this. look, this is a perfect time for a star to arise. Now, I, I said all that crap. Just say this. Look, yeah. this girl is 10 and 2. Is that the ranking? Is that, is, that, is that her? We're She's 10 about, and 2. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Ra-
0: Raquel Bennington and Myra Bonasova.
2: Raquel Bennington is 15 and 9. Okay, Myra, Myra Silva is 10 Mara and 2. Bunga. This is the perfect mm-hmm. time for her to make a name for herself to be a star that this division desperately needs because at yeah. the end of the day, man, it's – it's, it's what, who else is going to do it? You're You're right. right. I, won't, I won't fight you on Look, it. Look, maybe, 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 you know, Myra or whoever wins this fight, fights Juliana or something, but something For has them, to nope. happen. Yeah. But I, I'll go with, I said all that to say, I'm going, I'll go with Myra Silva uh mm-hmm. prior by submission.
0: Yeah. Submission, what round do you think?
2: Hmm. I don't know. I don't, don't want to stay around. I'm gonna, I'm undecided. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. That's fair enough. Well, gentlemen, that brings us to our main event.
1: Let's, Let's fucking see. go. Sorry, Deshaun Strickland. <laughs> like, sorry, Sean,
0: Sean, aka mythical mythical character Deshaun Strickland. Uh, heights coming in at six one, weights hundred and eighty-five pounds. Uh, he is thirty-two years of age with a seventy-six inch reach, and he fights in the orthodox stance. Uh he is taking on South Africa's very own uh real African champion. Drake is duplessy.
1: Stop this shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm just I just think it's a funny thing to say, man. That's it. Nah, all respects to Izzy. He is six hundred and eighty six pounds, twenty nine years of age, seventy six inch reach, and he fights in a switch stance. What are we thinking, gentlemen? What I I won't take the reins on this one first. Rich, let me hear something,
1: man. All right. <clears throat> You want me to be real with you? I think anybody who can run through Robert Whitaker in the fashion that DDP did it, not only did he deserve this shot at the belt, but I just – I don't see many ways that Strickland can beat him. I mean, of course, yeah, he could. I mean, I I don't want to knock anything or take anything away from his performance against Adesanya because that was fucking phenomenal. That was like one of the craziest things to happen to the sport in a few years. And I'm not saying he has no shot. I just think that it's going to be one hell of a fight, and I think we're in for a banger. Even though Strickland already got a dub while they were in the audience, you know. But.
0: What about you, Nick? What are you thinking?
1: I don't know, man. I kind
2: of disagree when you said he ran through Robert Whitaker just a little oh, bit. Here that, we that, go. It kind of hurts here my. Here
0: we go. Hurts no, it hurt my oh, feet. Hey, fun fact: but Here's oh, why. Richard, Richard's Rich actually Robert Whitaker. That's like his favorite fighter.
1: That is my favorite fighter of all time. That's why I was like, "What the fuck, man!" Like, I don't know. I thought Rob was doing great. Don't get me wrong. I thought, man, I was like, "Man, that's my boy. Look at him go. He's about to fucking tag his ass up." And
2: I felt I like Robert was think, doing.
1: Uh, first round. I felt like yeah. I, I did too it was, it was just yeah. man, the way he adapted when they came back in there, and you know in my personal opinion i I don't like to share this with people, but okay, they might as well just throw it out there. I think uh there there have been hints ever since Robert fought Joel Romero where he's seemed kind of chinny to me where mm-hmm. I, I, didn't like, I said didn't I tell you that I told yeah. you that.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. Vic, Vic said that he he told me that we were talking about uh, Rob a while back, and he was just like, "Yeah, I don't know what that Yoel Ramiro fight did to him, but
1: it took something out of him, man. Yeah. Definitely, that's I think a- uh, not only to fight him once, but twice, especially twice. that second time, you know. And yeah. I'm I'm glad he won the second one, but a lot of people were pissed about that. They're like, he didn't fucking win that fight. And I was like, I don't care. That's my boy. He got the dub. <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, yeah, yeah he's cool. still my favorite fighter.
2: Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Big. I think
1: I'm going to go with,
2: man, I, I don't know, man. It's kind of a toss-up for me because Deshaun Strickland is one of those guys that's – he doesn't – I don't get the vibe that, like, when, when you see him in these interviews that he's not a – he's just a motherfucker who goes in there and just wings it. But you see him fight. You see him do all these things. You look at just – Mainly how he fights to me, it's like this dude something something about this dude. He got some talent, yeah. and he's unorthodox with the way that he carries himself in in, in the octagon with the, the Philly shell and his determination, dude. I tell you one thing: when I was in wrestling, the f- the major thing that beat guys for me was the mental state, bro, and. This guy has a mental about him that's that's like no other that I've seen me personally. Mm-hmm. And uh I think he's going to he's going to come out with the with a double in this one. And plus, he has he has a lot of people to prove wrong. You know what right. I mean? Nobody thought he was going to go through out of Sania like that. Nobody. Isaac, Come on. stop it! Come on, stop nobody. Stop nobody. Oh, nobody. No,
0: no, 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 Okay, no. Isaac, nah, I'm,
2: you're the type stop, of guy I say, stop, "Oh well, oh, I can still go in
0: either way." That's stop, you. You're Mister in the middle. Listen. No, let no, me no, no, no. Out. Let me finish I, Before you okay,
1: cut go off, let me, go ahead. Go ahead, short okay. man. Go ahead. You have your time. Man, you stay cutting off my boy. Let me get my all oxygen all in night, first. I have small lungs. Go
0: ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: Let me. Let me just say this, King. Thank you. I got Deshawn Strickland. Deshaun Strickland, okay, mm. so I got him going out and putting on a clinic, if not a clinic, A clinic. one of those, one of those, one of those, uh, those fast checkups where you get the COVID test, not even, they don't even have a full building, it's just a tent, okay, I have him going in there and proving a lot of people wrong, and, uh, yeah, that's what
1: I got. That's what I got. I yeah. so fucking hope that you're right, bro. I don't know if we're allowed to have any profanity. If we can't, no, I, I just put, put us on it, out, I put it on. It,
0: <laughs> I put us on expl- explicit, bro. We're good. Okay, we're, okay, we're cool. good, bro. We can cut,
1: man. Dog, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I'm, I am 100 team Sean Strickland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that doesn't change the fact that I still I want him to win. But it's like I gotta give it to Trickus, man. I think that dude is on fire. I think he's got some power in there that, you know, yeah. people are, like, under severely underestimating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think he, he's got a solid chin to to back it up, too. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's got the prettiest, but he just he comes forward and he adapts well. And I think he starts off rough, but I think he, whatever his coaches are telling him in the corner, um, let's ignore the fact that they're, you know, smacking his ass and kissing him like, All right. but that's besides <laughs> oh. the point, you know, like, whatever <laughs> advice they're giving him out there, Say oh, grab ass in the park. I got you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um so anyways,
2: as I was saying, I think this I know, how, is you gonna be. I know <laughs> how you
0: feel. I'm sorry. I ap- I apologize, King. I apologize, King. Now I um this one's tricky for me because duplex C is a brawler, right? The switch stance the switch dance only only helps that. Um I saw how, you know, you watch his fights when he just joins the UFC, and even even previously, before that, his previous promotion, and we, or at least I always thought the gas tank was a problem for Duplessis. I always thought the gas tank was the problem. And then you find out, motherfucker, breathing out one nostril and shit. Yeah. And so uh, I didn't know how much better of a fight, because I saw, I saw what he did to Darren Till. And, oh, he fucked Darren Till up. Yes, uh, sir. If I'm correct, that was Darren Till's last fight, uh, and then he left the UFC. Was Drake's uh, DDP? Drake is Um I think Duplessis is just a—he's just a brawler, man. He's just dirty, um, and he's good in stand-up, uh, good in the ground game. Um, I think he's—I think he's a special talent. He is because of how dirty he fights and how successful it is for him. Um, but man, fucking DeSean Strickland, bro. I will say this. I did not... I did not think Sean Strickland was going to win against Izzy. I will, I will boldly say that. And I don't like... Y'all know me. I'm Mr. Neutral, right? I don't like picking fights. Mostly because I feel like I pick wrong. But I didn't have Sean Strickland to win that fight against um, Israel uh, Adesanya. I didn't have him winning against Izzy. But... Uh, and Vic can attest to this, all right? I said if there was a chance for, uh, for Sean Strickland to win that fight against Izzy, and it would have to be something down the pipe, which is his specialty. It was like a one-two, a jab. Because um, he picked Izzy apart with it. And that's the one strike that Izzy seems to have problems with, from what I've seen in his fights. It's just a, it's just a straight jab. It's a straight one, one-two jab. Straight down the pipe. Uh, Robert Whittaker, I think that's when I started noticing it uh, when he fought Rob, especially the second time when he fought Rob. Because if there's... F- first off, I got to give Robert Whittaker his flowers, man. Hell of a striker. Um, I, I don't think I I appreciate him as much as Richard does or as much as Vic does, but I can say he, he puts on a masterclass, at least with the striking. Uh, his wrestling's not that bad either, but... That's when I first noticed it that the problem with Izzy was these with these straight jabs. And I, I told Victus if there's one way that Sean could win, would be straight jabs and uh, like one, two combinations down the pipe. And that's like Sean's bread and butter. That's his bread and butter. That's just those two punches. Mm. And then not only that, but you bring a Philly shell into MMA successfully. For for those of, of for those of you who don't know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, a Philly shell is what the one of the greatest fighters in the past one hundred years, Floyd Money Mayweather, uses. <clears throat> uh, it's primarily a striking defense, but mixed martial arts isn't just striking; it's wrestling, it's jujitsu, um, and tour, stuff like that. So a Philly shell doesn't really work too much in MMA because you have to. It doesn't account for kicks. It doesn't account for for. Um, you know, uh, defensive wrestling doesn't count for stop, to take them. It doesn't do anything for, you know what I'm saying? So a Philly show is very difficult to incorporate in mixed martial arts. Sean Strickland, or sorry, Deshaun Strickland pulled it off masterfully.
2: masterfully. Get it right. Get it right.
0: Master. I, I got you, King. My bad. My bad, King. But yeah, Deshaun Strickland pulled off that Philly show masterfully against uh, one of the greatest strikers we've seen in the past five years. And uh, Israel Adesanya in that middleweight division. So for him to just go there, and then I, I knew it because he started picking him apart. And then when Izzy goes back to his corner, he tells Eugene, "I can't find the jab. I can't find the jab. I can't find the." Jab. And that's when I knew I was like, "Fuck, this is it. This is it." it, it like going, especially going into that that fourth round, I'm like, "Yo, Izzy's got to finish him. Izzy has to finish him." And a lot of people's scorecards they had Izzy lose like zero. He go, go zero and five in all those rounds. I think Izzy might have won. The second round? Or maybe yeah. the... Yeah, I think he won the second round, if we're being honest. But I th- I think Izzy lost 4-1 uh, to a defensive striker, which I think was insane. Insane to think about. And I think it also adds to the fact that a lot of... He, Sean does what a lot of people don't do, which is spar, like, almost every day. Yep. He's hard sparring every day. So Which a lot of guys aren't doing that. A lot of guys I, are not doing that at all.
1: Uh, just to piggyback off of that, I think... Mm-hmm. It adds on to it because, it. Well, let me rephrase that. Mm-hmm. I think the hard sparring every day is the reason that he's so successful at it because you know he's constantly getting the feel for people's true power and I guess their uh, their timing. It's mm-hmm. just something that people don't practice often enough. Like I was just watching a video of him. Literally, I want to say maybe like just a few days ago, he was sparring some 15 and old boxer. And man, he, I mean, he, he did get, it looked like he got dropped, but I mean, he was, he was doing good. He was in there. Yeah. And man, I also wanted to bring up the fact that like, fuck, man, I was just so excited to get just to talk about this fight that I like, completely neglected that we just, jumped over all the fucking stats the records the we did all that together
0: we, as soon as i noticed we were doing that as soon as uh we started talking about the the second fight up because we had already started making predictions and then we started doing this start i was like yeah i'm just gonna let it roll but it's not bad bro. it's not it's our first podcast ladies and gentlemen so please cut us some slack we're we are learning we are we are new and we will we will get something down. But at the moment we are winging it, gentlemen. I think that's perfectly fine as long as we're hitting all the points and uh, getting everything across. But I, man, I don't. That's a hard fight for me to pick. It's a really hard fight for me to pick because it's. I'm not saying Sean has the best technique. He does. Sean does simple things very well, and the simple things he does is you know one two punch combination, Philly shield for defense. And you know what? Izzy couldn't even land leg kicks on him like he wanted to. He saw the way he was checking or moving out of the way of those kicks, man. Yeah, yeah, he's insane, did great. bro. Insane. That's what no one was. No one was expecting. Like I, I had Izzy winning that fight, and I even gave Sean Strickland a fair, for, uh, a fair shake. But even I didn't see that coming. No one saw that coming. I don't think anybody. Anybody who said they saw it. The only person I'm sorry could say that is Pereira, Alex Pereira, who is the uh, the guy who beat Izzy. And um, first off, Poatan. Hello, kickboxer. First-ever first two-division glory kickboxing champion. He's a monster. And he, he, you know, he TKO'd Izzy and has legitimately knocked him out. So he said to himself, uh, Sean's going to surprise a lot of you guys. I think he's ready for Izzy, and you guys, you guys aren't ready for it. It's going to be upset. It's going to be crazy. He can beat him. And nobody took him serious. Nobody at all took him serious, um, which I think was kind of a shame. Because people had like, if you see their betting odds, man, oh my god! It didn't help that Drake put a bet on Izzy because you know the Drake curse. But we're not going to sit here and talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, no, nobody saw that coming. And you know, my hats off to Sean Strickland for that, man. He is a uh, he is something else. So I, I think for my better judgment, I'm going to stay neutral on this fight. I can't I can't pick a side, man. Um, they're both really good, talented fighters. I think uh, either one of those fighters is going to be a good fight for Izzy if he decides to come back, or uh, for—I nah, don't want to say for Hamzat. That's only one of those fights might work for Hamzat, but we're not going to sit here and talk about that. Um, so yeah, I'm going to—I'm going to say neutral. I'm going to say it could go either way.
1: Well, going
2: well, back to the to the point, I think one of you guys made—I can't remember—about hmm. sparring every day. Yeah. Um another guy who's widely successful, I think more so in Bellator than in UFC was Gegard Musasi. All he did oh, was spar. Yeah. That is true. Uh which he was one of my favorite fighters. Um but uh, th- that's also how you learn how to manage your manage. Uh, What is it called? Your gas tank. Your gas tank. Yeah, uh, yeah. Your gas tank. Your distance finding. You're slipping out of the way just in time because you know when I know when I'm in when I'm training in a gym, I'm not trying to hurt that person, even if even if we are sparring. But at the same time, you don't have you have a kind of a a small hesitancy to you know do certain things. But when everybody coming to the agreement, this is just the type of gym that you have. The type of Practice that you have, you can let a little let, let things fly and be loose with the stuff, and still gain so much because you know what is it? The thing, iron sharpens iron. Iron. Yeah, iron sharpens yep. iron. Yeah, yep. I can't talk, but
1: whatever. Straight out the Bible.
2: You, you know, good? You good? So it's one of those things that uh-huh. you know. Well, we can see he clearly has some kind of brain damage Something's wrong with him, but you know that okay. he's the UFC. He's the UFC uh-huh. champion, so it doesn't it doesn't really matter, does it? No. Yeah.
0: I'm so who 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 are you? so just to be clear, I'm neutral. Who's your pick, Richard? You said it's gonna be Duplessis.
1: I gotta go with Duplessis, but my heart is with Sean. I just uh, my brain is going Duplessis. My boy said my
0: mind is telling me no, but my body and no, all this right,
2: stuff. You don't got to We got I want Deshaun Strickland to win. Uh huh. Just just I just I I gotta keep everything on one accord. I, I'm gonna go with Deshaun uh, Strickland. Mm-hmm.
0: Sean Strickland. All right. I love, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. With that, gentlemen, that wraps up our fight predictions. Uh, well, Richard, do you have anything you'd like to bring up? It is your time to talk. Kind, sir.
1: Let's talk about the fighter of the year, uh, the fucking GOAT. My favorite African fighter, Mike Perry. Nah, no, oh am
0: <laughs> We're talking some BFKC?
1: Yeah, yeah, man. I fucking love BKFC. I think uh... – he is literally the face of that sport right now. The face the space of the company, excuse me.
0: Uh for the for, for for the people who don't know what that is could you kindly explain what the, that company PK is?
1: UKFC Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> it's just a promotion where it's pretty much boxing with no gloves just Bare knuckle, uh, and it, it's not a square. Uh, the, the ring is shaped like what is it? Is it a hex or an octagon? It's a circle.
0: Circle, circle. my
1: bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a circle. Um, and that's that's really it. Yeah. How many rounds is this? it? It's a three, right? I believe so. Okay, but yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, it's pretty brutal. It's a lot of fun to watch. Um, a lot more finishes in that sport, I would definitely say. Um And you don't have to – if you're not a big fan of grappling, that's not something you have to worry about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not to you off, uh, uh,
2: just to go back, the, the fights are two minutes per round, and each bout will be five rounds. Sorry.
1: Mm, gotcha. There you go. Yeah, Appreciate I knew it was one of those two. I was like, shit. It's five two-minute rounds. Yeah. So the two minutes, I think uh, that's a good time because it, it lets them, hey, I got to work. I need to put some more effort into this. You know, I don't have five minutes to play around. I need to try to end this quickly. And I think that goes into the judging also, um, where if you are not pushing the pace forward, the fight is actually against your favor. And we saw an example of that. um when Mike Perry fought oh fuck, who was it? Michael Venom Page, MVP. MVP, yes. Yeah. Which by
0: the way, uh, shout out to MVP. He's going to the UFC. First yeah. fight is two ninety eight, oh. to ninety-eight
1: ninety-nine. Yes, sir, against Kevin fucking Holland. And I think that that's, is, gonna be a that's gonna be a straight banger, my boy. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Man, man, now you got me wanting to jump into that one. Sorry, my bad. Go ahead. But <laughs> no, we're,
0: we're, back know, getting, we're back to bare knuckle. We're back to bare knuckle.
1: No, it's cool. But, yeah, I think Mike Perry deserves the recognition. Uh, I think he deserves to get that payday. Mm-hmm. I saw he was talking about, you know, he, he was BSing with, um, was it Mick Maynard and uh, Sean Shelby? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was basically talking about, he's like, oh, I need to be on UFC 300. And they're like, uh, he's like, oh, I got a better idea. Like, I didn't actually watch the whole interview. Just saw, like, the snippets of it. But I was like, man, they were talking about get him and Nate Diaz or get him and Jorge Masvidal. They're talking about either having him fight one of those two, either bare knuckle or in the UFC. And I think I, I think those will be fun fights to watch. Now, would they do anything for the division? No. no. But I think uh, as a fan, it's just something that you you want to watch. It's something that it, it it calls your attention. You're like, fuck man. I, I need to see what's up, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: And I, uh, I agree to that. Like what you said, the man deserves to get paid. Mike Perry, man, just really, that's all. I think if you're like a combat sports fan or if you're like a casual and you just like watching people beat the shit out of each, uh, each other, like merc- 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 mercilessly and all kinds of shit like, like, like bare knuckles is definitely your sport, especially like Rich said. If if you don't like grappling, you don't have to worry about that in this sport. But the problem with uh, bare knuckles is that it didn't have any fresh names to like really carry the company until mm-hmm. Mike Perry stepped in. Because Mike Perry, coming off his last fights, man, he just really wasn't that. Like he just, he, man, he,
1: he was always fun to watch. He and was. And he's fun. He's, he's de- Mike Perry's fun always. Until.
0: But the problem is just like the the the, I don't know.
1: He's just gonna win the uh, something where they try to build him up, you know, because the company was like, man, they want to rock with him. Yeah, they they want to rock with him, Mm -hmm. and it was just like you know he did good against Cowboy. He still lost that fight. He got submitted, you know. So it was like, if he would have won that, I think they would have kept trying to work with him and kept trying to build him up and try to elevate uh, him and stuff. Yeah. And that just it kept happening to him over and over again, but the the company loved Mike Perry, you know. Yeah. And I think they still do, and even more so now that he's made a bigger name for himself outside of the UFC.
0: Yeah, because he's I, been he's yeah. been highly successful in bare knuckle man, and and then good right. for him, good for him, man. He deserves it, and he's he's knocking down people. You know, he beat MVP, which a lot of people thought was very, uh, you know, it was. Uh, maybe an undeserved victory, or maybe the judges weren't paying attention. I don't know. That's to them. But Regardless of by the scorecards, he got the win on that one. He beat Chad Mendez, another person with a name coming over from a different company. He beat, what, Eddie Alvarez, another person from the UFC, former lightweight champion I, himself.
1: I, I don't know if he beat Chad Mendes, but he definitely did beat uh, Eddie Alvarez.
0: Yeah, he, he fought Chad Mendes.
1: What's on, it Chad there? Mendes? Or am I about No, no. Eddie Alvarez and Mike – I mean, Chad Mendes fought each other.
0: My bad. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Thank you for fact-checking me on that. Um, yeah, and that's when Chad Mendes left, right?
1: That's number two. Yep.
0: December, hey, stop it, all right? Stop of it.
1: <laughs>
0: stop it. Be right? on your ass. Bro, I know. I know, bro. I know. Oh, Lord. I'm just <laughs> slipping today. Crazy. First podcast ever for, for NTC, and I'm slipping. So – I don't know appreciate this this is why I need you guys so y'all can fact check me when I mess up like this what do you what do you what do you think of uh mike Perry and bare knuckle
2: oh, or he's basically the piece of the shits man mhm uh him, and you know what I'm sorry I am sorry to change the subject to a different fighter, but one guy who was never really was never able to re- grab that brass ring in the u f c was john Dodson. Mm-hmm. Oh and man. he won he
1: won the the title in bare knuckle uh, he did yeah oh, man look at me <laughs> I'm like uh, now I feel like a fake you know I'm just a casual now you're just
0: a casual ladies <laughs> and gentlemen we have I'm a not casual, that casual but he's I'm not casual, that not casual, casual.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, he you hey, thought that hey. was I'm slick solid,
2: huh? <laughs> that was slick I like that yeah he's the champion of the of the uh, of the five weights mm-hmm. Uh he won. He's won all his fights um, in very convincing fashion, man. Uh, but yeah. you know, he's one of these older guys. He's, um, I think, he's found his niche. Mm-hmm. You know, he's only had three fights, but those three fights have been amazing. And uh, he won.
1: I mean, to so- his credit, though, I think John Dotson, he always he was always somewhere in the division. Sure. You know, and I think. You know he's always had that power. That was one thing that just carried him throughout his career. And you know what they Knowing say about that, he's all of these fighters? Yeah, he's fast oh, as hell fast. for a small guy. He's fast and he could bang. And it was just like that's that's what they say about these fighters too. Like the, even though the, you get older, first thing that's going to go is your speed. The last thing that leaves you is your power. And I mean, if that's true, then we're we're going to have John Dodson for he's going to be fine until he's fifty. Yep. Yeah,
2: this dude is 39. 39. This guy he's a, he's a he's a monster.
0: That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, and like like you said they they found their niche and their niche and Mike Perry and John Dodson. It's it's really good to see fighters cross over into something else and do really successful. And yeah. that's what's been good for bare-knuckle. Because bare-knuckle, man, is still not bare-knuckle boxing itself because bare-knuckle boxing itself has been around forever. Motherfuckers were going with Queensberry rules and all kinds of shit. You know what I'm saying? So bare-knuckle boxing has been around forever. They still do underground bare-knuckle boxing tournaments that I may or may not watch legally or illegally. But we're not going to sit here and talk about that. Um, it's just cool to see it like um, – Legalized and and um, you know it, it, that it works and it's entertaining for fighters and uh, you know Conor McGregor pops up at those shows every once in a while. He was there in the with the Chad Mendez uh, Eddie Alvarez fight?
1: I believe so. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and he I was coaching my two sons. <laughs> he was coaching both of them, talking about some
1: uh, hit him with the uppercut, hit him
0: with the uppercut, 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 <laughs> uppercut, uppercut. So, let him
1: bully your son. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't let him bully your son. Don't let him bully you. No, but um, yeah. So they're they're exciting fights. I think uh, bare knuckle is MMA fighters' guilty pleasure. Um, a lot of MMA fighters from what it seems really enjoy bare knuckle. Um, and shit, even like we were talking about earlier, MVP. Um, he even you know dipped his toe into to bare knuckle with Mike Perry, and you know now he's going to UFC, but he enjoyed his time there too. I bet. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's um it's fun. I like it. I like it a lot.
1: And you know, I think one more thing before we switch off to another topic. Uh I think Bare Knuckle did really good for itself because mm-hmm. like I, I guess the um Well most people were just thinking about it as like, oh yeah, that's just a company with a bunch of UFC rejects. Like in a sense, like that's how some people feel about other MMA promotions, like, oh yeah, that's where all the the UFC guys who couldn't cut it go to, you know, like they would say that about Bellator and PFL, which, I mean, it's just totally fucking disrespectful because, I mean, they have their own talent too. Yeah. You know, and I, I would say UFC probably is towards the cream of the crop. I don't know about now in recent years, but at least in the past, that's how it always was. It was either UFC or Pride or Strike Force. And, you know, those companies just didn't last as long. But then now you have stuff like you've got one FC Um, EFL is building a bigger name for themselves. I mean, or you you get what I'm trying to say, right? Hold on. Let me take my daughter. I I just changed her diaper. I got to take her back to her mom.
0: Oh, yeah, no worries. We'll fill for time. But, um, yeah, man. So, I highly. Highly successful mixed martial arts companies, combat sports companies coming up now than there ever was before. So I totally, I totally feel rich on that. All right. I guess
2: it's just me for the next. Uh, well, let me wait, pause. Let's go back. Yeah. Let's go, back. Okay. go ahead. You mentioned, look, man, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you're the biggest in the sport or in your niche when they refer to you or the company as the sport. Okay, mm-hmm. you see it with pro wrestling. You mm-hmm. see it with the in, the NBA. You mm-hmm. see it with UFC. Oh, I mean MMA. Look, man, there's only when, when when a motherfucker be like, "Oh yeah, man, I uh, I do UFC." That's what people ask. Yeah, I do UFC. It, not you? Do you do MMA? It, no, no, no. It, do, do you UFC. do UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you do WWE or are you in the NFL? And like.
0: And those aren't the only things, but that's how big, and exactly. that's how that's how like that's how much gravity the situation like the, those. Yeah. That's
2: how hold. that's how that's how much weight they hold. Like Kleenex yeah. is the brand, but they sell yeah. tissue paper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, they're always going to assume that the cream of the crop is at the UFC, is at the UFC. Of like, and, that's why,
0: and that's why, you know, a lot of a lot of casual people they gravitate towards that because they don't know things about like One FC or PFL yeah. or Bellator, and you know, like. And, you know, those companies, like you said, have the respected talents. It is unfortunate that people don't see that. For example, one of my favorite female fighters is Kayla Harrison. She fights in the PFL. I think Kayla Harrison is a phenomenal, phenomenal female fighter. And I would have loved for her and Amanda Nunes to duke it out. But, you know, Amanda Nunes, the, the GOAT.
1: Man, um, she retired. that ass, uh, I'm Sorry, I'm back. I'm back Don't I'm back.
0: disrespect Kayla Harrison. Everybody thought like that, that about
2: Megan Anderson too. That Megan Anderson was yeah, coming. bro. And then yeah. what happened? Then she got dog wiped. She got destroyed.
0: But Megan Anderson uh, wasn't Kayla Harrison. Bro, bent bro.
1: her over, hands to the ankles. <laughs> Stop it.
0: <laughs> pulled, uh, she got. Nah, but Charlotte I'm saying like she's. Back. I'm just you know pointing out like. <laughs> Uh oh, Vic's going out. Uh oh, I think he left. I think he. they can't No, hear
1: him. I mean, I I I see him. Uh, I don't know, but the, the sound Hello? definitely. Oh, there could, goes. Yeah, yeah. The, there was the like sound, a sound it issue good on you,
2: bro. Oh, sorry. But, about that. All right, you know, nah, there's a Stop buying your stuff. Walmart. Walmart.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, no, but it's all good, man. It's Fine. uh. You're blurry hey,
2: as hell man. I have <laughs> the best quality
1: video real, bro. at home. Hey,
0: listen bro. Hey, listen. See, this, is a, this, is a, this is this is this is audio podcast. My camera doesn't count right now. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Once we go video, then obviously I'm going to have to step my game up. But we're audio right now and my microphone is not giving out. That's all I'm saying.
1: Nah, we're not doing face reveal till uh till we get to 1 mil subs. To one, mil <laughs> subs said, 1 mil subs he says. 1 mil subs we'll do a face review. Accumulatively,
0: accumulatively. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. But um no, I mean to 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 your point though, Vic, like it is crazy to think about, like, when people are like, oh, yeah, I do UFC, and they don't say MMA when the e- MMA is a sport, but that like, ah. weight, that's the gravity of, of the company itself. Um, well, Vic, we are on to your talking subject, and then we're going to get things wrapped up, my boy. Um, so I'm assuming you want to talk about rankings.
2: We've been sitting on this for a while. Actually, I have kind you, of, you guys can pick, but I have two. Okay, go ahead. Two things. I do want to talk about the rankings, but I also want to talk about mm. if you could book. Your UFC card, a UFC card, okay. Fantasy booking, mm-hmm. past, present fighters Ooh. for many promotion, promoted by the UFC. You get three fights. You gotta, uh, you know, a, a, Your first fight, then you got your your uh, co-main event, and then your main event. And this is just off the cuff. I didn't do no preparation for this, but as we were talking, I was just thinking, man, you know, what'll be some good fights. Mm. And nope. that's what I want to. I want to see what you guys come up with.
1: Um, I already got someone in my head. I'm just like, let's go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, right, go, go, ahead go ahead. versus Jones, heavyweight. Oh, this, this is
0: my heavyweight but Yeah, 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 and, yeah. That's good.
1: Uh, I, I just want to see Jones get his shit rocked. I'm ah, sorry. Here bro. we go. <laughs> um, let's see. I got um. This one might shock you. But I would have loved to have gotten a rematch between Kane Velasquez and Fabricio mm. <clears throat> Uh just because I was such a big Cain fan. And, mm. you know, that's where the Cardio Kane, uh mythical fighter legend kind of died with, you know. So it was like, yeah. fuck, man, that shit tore me up. Anyways, uh, another one I really liked that I thought was total bullshit was um, I would love to have seen... Uh, gsp versus johnny hendrix too mm. just because so many people thought like what the hell you know johnny hendrix clearly won the fight you know well at least when we were watching it live that's how it felt watching it back again i was just like oh uh, i guess that's how they can make their argument for gsp i just thought hendrix did more damage and yeah so there's that uh that's three fights in for me so far you want to throw anything out there Go ahead, Isaac. Uh I feel like
0: All right, all right, all
1: right.
2: (sighs)
0: Okay. I don't know how I don't know if you guys are gonna like any of these.
2: Take a deep breath before you start, man. Okay.
0: I'm gonna be the the I'm gonna be the,
2: the air. Fuck you.
0: Mm. That was a setup. I hate <laughs> you. I hate you so much. It's always the short niggas, man. It's never anybody who's like regular size.
2: That, you see how I've dismantled against. this man in multiple different ways. Bro, you and can't at six flags. I
1: don't, I don't want to hear IO uh, talk about short people for the rest of this podcast, bro. Cause he that's the only thing he, he, he followed up twice already. Twice. Uh, 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 all right, all right,
0: all right. Let me get to I it then. Let me get to it, gentlemen. I don't no, we're not we're not here to talk about my mistakes. Stop that. Anyways. Um, I'm going to be honest, bro. Most of these are like sucker fights, bro. I I, I did want to see Jorge versus Nick Diaz, bro. Uh, I definitely wanted to see that, especially because of like the, I guess the, the value or entertainment that could have brought for one, two, it's like, definitely Nick was like, oh, you just beat up my little brother. You did this to my, like, it would have been cool, like a revenge fight, if you will. And I think it would have brought a lot, of, a lot more eyes, and I think it would have increased the value in Jorge Masvidal as well, because I think Jorge probably could have come out on top on that one. Um, so that's one of them. Two, well, you kind of took that one, but uh, Francis Ngannou versus John Jones was one we were talking about that years ago, Rich. I don't know if you remember yeah. that. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, man, I definitely wanted to see them ham hocks smack together. Man, that would have been that would have that would have been really good, man. Big toe, don't, don't do that, Vic. Don't do that. Uh,
2: I didn't do anything. All
0: right,
1: uh, uh, boys, boys, gentlemen, are we gonna simply glance over the fact that we didn't say Habib versus Tony? Like
0: that was, I was, was <laughs> dude, I had was
2: I on
1: there. Okay, okay, oh my, okay.
0: Why? You know what? I'll give you that one, Vic. I, I won't. I won't take that one. I'll do another Habib. Um, Habib, no, it's, it's too late. It's too late. Prime it's, it's for Prime. Late. Habib Prime versus GSP Prime is the one is another one cuz that was going to be if we did a fourth one that would have been my fourth one. So I would have loved cuz we're talking about like past present and future. So Khabib Khabib prime for prime Khabib and GSP that would have been the one fight for sure for sure I would have loved to see especially because um uh you know Rest in peace Abdul um his father, Habib's father, that was his dream fight was for Habib to, to make it to like twenty nine and oh and thirty and would be the G S P fight and then he would retire after that fight for thirty and zero, presumably, um speaking. And he would have walked off into the sunset for that, but also because that was his favorite fighter, that was Abdul's favorite fighter, which is Habib's dad. So uh I would have loved to see that prime for prime. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, Habib walked off twenty nine and zero into the sunset. You know, perfect ending for that. Uh, go ahead, Vic. I, I won't. I won't. I won't take uh Habib Tony. That's all you, bro. Go ahead.
2: No, I did want to see Habib Tony. Not only because that would have been like a pretty cool fight, but the story behind it, especially that last time. You know, these guys that the fight had been signed numerous times, and for whatever Cinco. five, five times. times, and for whatever reason, that fight just never came to be. You know what I mean, so th- so that comes up with a with a pretty cool story. Um, oh, oh damn! All this talk, you I forgot. Yeah, forgot. You know, I forgot. I t- it was a brain, t- brain fart. It was a brain fart.
0: Great. <clears throat> My boy had that that brain fart.
2: I wanted to see uh Henry Cejudo and um, Demetrius Johnson for the third fight.
0: Of course, of course you did. Of course, of course yeah. you did. Yeah. Of course.
1: Why do you gotta I'll, say it I'll, like that? I... I'll tell Senator Sudo. Man, I was just
0: curious. I forgot. He's big oh
1: enough to whoop your ass for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so Senator will fuck you up, bro.
0: You guys would have, you know, stacked together like the oompa. No, I'm just. No,
2: I don't want to do that. I don't want no and smoke. And then I would anymore. like. I would have liked to seen John Jones know. and Kane Velasquez. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Yes. Sir. yes We're talking, sir. We talking
0: prime Cain versus prime Johnny Bones Jones? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I like
2: that. I like that. It's, yes.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know a- who, I th- well, who I don't think got any recognition here that I feel like we should have brought up somewhere mm-hmm. along the lines? I don't know about you guys, but I would have... I should have said something with Fedor. Because Fedor... My God, bro. Yeah. My God. Prime, prime, there's so, so many fights that you could have made right there. Like, mm-hmm. just oh, throw in true. the name Fedor Milenko and then... You could have said Cain Velasquez, John Jones, fucking DC. DC, like, yeah. Yeah.
0: DC would have been the one. Fedor yeah. versus DC. I would have been really interested to see that, how that one goes.
1: Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, Francis been, and Gano. Yeah, the list goes go on, on and on. Ooh, cool. the Francis fight would have been cool, my boy.
2: Oh, dude, dude! What? You know what we forgot? Ooh, fucking Rumble and goddamn John oh, Jones, my
1: man. When oh, oh, re- they got away. Sadly, R.I.P. Damn. Man. Rumble, young man rumble. God damn.
0: R.I.P. that boy, man. Hey, I'm gonna
1: go fucking drink now. Nah. No, <laughs> <kidding.
0: laughs> nah, man. I um I will say, gentlemen, I think this was a successful, successful first first pod. Um hopefully I'll I'll see what people say that we can learn and continue to move on. But I I appreciate both of you gentlemen uh jumping on this with me. Uh I'm glad that we get to give our opinion out to the world. I know this was kind of not the most exciting card to debut on, but still good enough. Um, I am really looking forward to 298 and 299, 299 especially because it's a very, very stacked card. Uh, I anticipate that one being a really successful pod, but I appreciate both of you gentlemen jumping on the podcast with me. Um, I guess we're here for closing statements. Anything you want to say to close us out, Vic?
2: Uh man I, I think this was a success you know what i'm saying i think the the card is 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 is, is lackluster but i think it's gonna it's gonna give some un, unwieldy results you know what i mean i think it's gonna shock a lot of people i think it's gonna in hindsight it's gonna be one of the one of the better cards at least for the fights itself um and you know I think UFC so far has put on a lot of big fights, a lot of cards that are you know shocked everybody. I just think the success is gonna gonna continue, man. I think not only for the UFC but for this podcast. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's I'm excited to see what what the future is gonna hold. And uh, I do want to say for the record that You're Isaac was wrong and I was right. Uh, <laughs> This,
0: oh Lord! Nah, fan. it's in your head, bro. I'm al- I'm always right, bro. Even when I'm wrong, I'm right. So it doesn't even matter. You can say what you want.
1: Okay, all right.
0: This is the way of life. The quicker you guys understand this, the quicker we'll uh, we'll all get along better. Yeah, I guess. Cool. We accepting this? Awesome. Great. <laughs> Great. Silence. So happy. So happy, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it in your first. one. I am I'm am always right. Even when I'm wrong, I'm right. Rich. Any last words?
1: Um, I think um with the resources that we have i think this was uh this was definitely a success i think there's a lot of things that we can only go up from here mm-hmm. um i think right now uh it's it's hard to talk about a card when there's not a whole lot of name value or excitement and buzz around the pay-per-view itself
0: no disrespect I, to the fighters of course
1: exactly um i you know, i have nothing but respect for them but it's just like man uh they got to do Something or their management has to do something to try to promote them, the promotion the company has to do something for them also, um I think right now we're just in a bit of a uh we're going through some growing pains with the u f c uh they've been putting on like just big fight after big fight, and sometimes the big fights don't feel like as big as they should be mm-hmm. because we've been just constantly getting like this this hit of dopamine from it's like, holy shit, we just got. Justin Poirier and fucking um, Justin Justin Gaethje. So yeah. it's like you, know, you get stuff like that constantly. It's like regular fights. You're more like, who, yeah. who are you? You know?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I do think this was a success. I think we got something going here. Uh, I think there's there's good chemistry here. Um, and I can't wait to see where we're going to be headed after this. Uh, especially like when it's a card that we're actually all excited for, that we know all the fighters and we're very familiar with their styles and past fight history, you know, without having to look up the stats. Um, I I think uh, it'll make better, not only for us, but for the podcast too.
0: I agree, my boy. Um, This has been great, man. So I will uh, see you guys next time for the Aftermath podcast to see how wrong and right we were. And, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you. This has been Io the Great, Big Rich, and Vicious Vic from NTC. Signing out. Have Have a great night, and uh, let's get ready for the fights, guys. Whisms. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Not That Casual podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you wouldn't mind giving us a... A follow we'd really appreciate it um so this is our first one there might be some audio issues here and there but you know we're learning and uh we'll get better as we grow so uh again appreciate you guys and hope you guys stay tuned in the long run we will see you guys next week